it's uh, True Neutral. True Neutral. I'm Keenan, and I'm Derek. And uh, this is uh, it's this is another week of neutrality. Yes, it is indeed. Oh my god, I didn't know how accurate this uh, podcast name was going to be. <laughs> I think we picked a winner. Yeah, it's not ironic at, least for at us all. Anyways. <laughs> all right. So, uh, how is how has your week been? Neutral. Um, uh, week week's been pretty normal. Wasn't oh, I have a baby on my chest. Yeah, obligatory I, baby on chest uh, statement, yeah. PSA. He's been a little bit more uh, rambunctious in the harness lately, so <laughs> might be, hear a little more noises. And my sound might go in and out. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, pretty normal. I wasn't feeling the best yesterday. and uh, well, It was a planned up, rest day for you, right? Yeah, well, I ended up leaving work early as well but i slept for like 14 hours so you Damn. know <laughs> that'll be a way to do it that is a a rest yeah a big one that's a long rest yes the longest of them <laughs> if you're d if you asked your dm he'd be like no you don't get extra benefits from that no no although i did wake up feeling quite refreshed today that's good so um, yeah, though, that's, that's about the excitement of my week, though. Well, <laughs> all right. Um, my week's been fine. Fine. <laughs> um, tell you what made my week. We got an ACAST Plus listener. Shout yes. out to DJ. Yeah. Uh, he is on the only tier. It is the only tier. There is another tier, but it is a joke. <laughs> I forgot we did that. <laughs> if anybody ever does that, I will probably just try to give the money back. Anyway. it's uh, oh, really funny, though. Thank you, DJ. I'm sorry yes, the first couple you. episodes you're going to get uh, early are all the Cats ones. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But we really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, and, thank uh, you. Thank you. From the, from oh, the bottom of our hearts, thank you. That's we will amazing. respond. Be, be responding to your latest email <laughs> at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, of all the times to subscribe, though, that's, like, so funny. Right when I take Keenan down the rabbit hole that is Cats the Musical, holy shit. The Jellicle Hole. <laughs> yeah, the Jellicle Hole, if you will. <laughs> oh, I will. I Jellicle can and I Jellicle will. I Jellicle have at this point. <laughs> Run tum tugged all about the place. Oh man. <laughs> That's <laughs> anyway. Uh the rest of my week has been oh, I went back to work. That's been the big thing about my week. And um my my job is very like get there, do your job and leave. I've talked about it a little bit before, but mm -hmm. um it coming back, uh, there was literally a new coat of paint on some things. And uh, that was about the change. 
Like <laughs> it felt it felt like zero change. I've got I got my old car working, um, mm-hmm. which is really nice. My my dad was nice enough to buy me tires. I know I'm privileged, and I am thankful every second for it. Um, <laughs> I do not take it for granted. I promise. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to get new tires on there, and uh, so now they I don't have to refill them every two days. Yeah, which is nice. That's very nice. And um, I have sort of fixed my seatbelt, and it starts and goes now. Yay! Yay! Huzzah. So uh, I've got my old car. I'm back on my old schedule. I'm yeah, yeah. Everything's just. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm sleep is still hard to come by. So, um, like, cause my I, I start work at four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, my, my partner's been working the off shift. Kirsten's got you know the the like two or three until the evening or night, depending yeah. on the shift and like. So we're just we're just working opposites, mm-hmm. and I, I want to spend some time with her. So I sometimes don't get all the sleep. Yeah, yeah. But we're working on getting a schedule down, and we'll we'll get there. Yeah, there's always a happy medium to be found in every every schedule set. Oh yeah, you pay a medium enough, they're always happy. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! Oh, not with you're a medium. On a, <laughs> you're on a you're on a bender today. A bit. I um. So I don't think there's much a lot going with week. Um, no, my son's my son's no. getting out of school this week. My my older one. So uh, we're just gonna have a full house for the next few months while it's nice and hot. Mm-hmm. And we have broken windows. Yeah. And the single air conditioner. You know what you can do. What and. Luckily, at least one of the windows is kind of on the back side of the house, so not many people would see it. Um, but you can get some aluminum foil and put it up all over oh, that window with go the full shiny, tweaker. shiny side out. Um, because it'll just reflect all that heat and none of it will get through the foil. Yeah. I know I was gonna, like I know that that looks real bad. It looks real tacky and it's got like like yeah, it looks really kind of tweakery. <laughs> but it works. Right, right. It might be an option if we can't get it fixed or and get it's still, like, like uh, just really hot. Just get like one of those windshield covers that you <laughs> put in a car. Yeah. You just do that and you tack it over the window. <laughs> uh, it's innovative and it would work, but I feel like it would w- look worse than an aluminum foil <laughs> and cost more. <laughs> No, because when you're done doing that, <laughs> when you get the window fixed or whatever, then you've got a thing for your car. <laughs> I just there's the, there's one I saw at Walmart that's just the 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 Millennium Falcon with crew, mm-hmm. and just just putting that twice over your own window <laughs> to your house. But it's on the back, like no one's gonna see it except your friends. It's just, it's just really funny. Just two sets of the same. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. really funny. It is. Uh, ba 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 baran. Ba Uh, there's something else. There was something else about my week, and I don't remember what it was. 
So, um, I guess well, let's move on to news, news, newsies. Yes, yes. Um, so, I do have a piece of news here that I found just hilarious. So, it all starts basically with a tweet that happened about a week ago. Um, I'm trying to find it. It was right here, but now it's not wanting to roll. Um, but it was basically Sweden is starting the first international sex championships. Oh, okay. They had Fuck de- yes. officially declared sex to be a sport. <laughs> and they were starting a a sex championship. Look. I am full on board for this. Uh, like, okay, if you disagree with any of those sen- statements, uh, you're having sex wrong. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, you have to hear it from this podcast, but if you cannot consider your sex a sport, you're doing it wrong. So, it's set <laughs> to take place today, uh-huh. starting today. Over uh, a few weeks between competitors from 16 countries, um, judges from the Swedish Sex Federation will look at and hear... There's a Swedish Sex Federation? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! They're going to... They were going to look at um, uh, seduction, which is an interesting thing to try to quantify, but... No, it's... No, I get it. Uh, body massages. All right. Exploring erotic zones. Yes. Yes. Prelude. Oral sex. Penetration. Endurance. Physical appearance. Pose execution. Creativity and position changes. And the number of orgasms within a given time. Oh, <laughs> that's the. I mean, that that is. Those criteria are good and fair. Uh, I think. I think. There's a little bit too much showmanship in this for me, just a little bit, with the with the poses and stuff. Because I imagine what they're talking about is like uh, executing like reverse cowgirl exactly as pictured, mm-hmm. right? Or like as, as a perfect example would show. So like, and this- uh, uh, there would be like a com- picture comparison, and they do like a point to point comparison of like executing it properly and. I, that feels a little odd to me. Mm-hmm. And then just like in regular Olympics, contestants will be marked on difficulty of the attempted maneuver and the execution, as well as artistic performance. All right. So choreographed, nice-looking sex. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, what? No, unfortunately, why, why you got to end this on a bad thing? It's not actually going to be happening. Why? Um, did you just April Fool? Did you rig no, me? No, it's not. In the middle, it's of not this? because it's fake, though. Is the thing? It happened because the application for them to hold it was considered incomplete. By what standard? Here's a quote: Due to the fact that the application was incomplete, the applicant association was instructed to supplement the application and thus remedy the deficiencies. The National Sports Confederation said in a press release. 
The Applicant Association has not complied with the order and the deficiencies are such that the application cannot be examined in substance and the application must therefore be rejected without examination on the merits. Uh, I think the sports people are uptight. The competition is still going ahead today, according to the organizers, but not as an official sport. Ah. Uh, that's lame. So they were denied basically just it being a sport. All right. Well, those people were wrong. The Swedish Sex Federation has responded, claiming that the body has not yet made a sex sport as it would need to pay for training facilities and referees. <laughs> that's literally... <laughs> Sexeries. Because they're like. This, so here's a quote from the Sex Federation. This year they accept esport as a sport. Is sitting in front of a computer and playing a video games more of a sport than healthy physical activity that prolongs life? We'll let you make your own conclusion. I. I they sound actually really kind of upset that they've got denied sex being a sport. I, I am too. <laughs> I am too. That's that's a fair thing to be upset about, especially yeah, when you compare it to esports, which I am not gonna talk down about. Like esports is a fair and honest sport. Like the uh, the competitive reflexes necessary, the teamwork and coordination necessary to move at speeds that fast to get things done in a coordinated way. Like it's really impressive, and th there's no reason to talk down about it. Mm -hmm. But sex is also ridiculously physical if you're doing it right once again you can be having sex wrong mm -hmm. that's possible but like <laughs> if if you if you are sexing good you are thirsty you can feel your muscles hurt like i i have i played sports for many many years and i'll tell you that there were many football practices where i was less tired than sex <laughs> then, like after a good round of sex, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, way less tired after a football. The other half of the quote from the Sex Federation here, just to end it off, they say, "European Championship in Sex exists, and it is starting on June eighth in Sweden. Is it a sport or not? That's not important. Eurovision is also a competition, but it is not a sport. That's fair. Also true. And I just found that." Hilarious and fascinating. Go sex competition. <laughs> Go sex those guys up. <laughs> yeah. I like that there's not... Re re so, realistically, if everybody's trying to be at the peak of their performance, there's no real loser in a sex competition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah, someone might get the gold, but... Can you imagine, though, being, like, the accolades there? You're like, I am gold medal <laughs> winner in the sex games <laughs> for endurance or what you know, yeah. and you're like you're like, I I have that medal. I can prove that. You know what I mean? Like that's I, quantifiably proven. I am gold medal at sex. Yeah, right? Yeah, like I went to the Sex Olympics and I took away gold. Alright. Like that is a that is accolades there that you that that's quantifiable fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, also imagining referees prowling around seedy alleyways <laughs> looking for people to train, <laughs> Rocky style. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no, no. You you weed them out by doing an actual application. Because <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be a bunch of people who think they can hawk it. No, I want the fucking Rocky movie about the 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 sex Olympics. <laughs> that's. That's okay. the story. That's the movie. Here. All right, let me t- let me tell you. My my first imagining of that was a, a wife building up her man to be like the best for her in this competition. <laughs> so you replace that old man trainer guy with the wife. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I yeah. watched that. Yeah, the Rocky movie for the ages. <laughs> the Rocky movie that we all deserve. Hell about yeah. sex. About sex. Um, you have any news? <laughs> yes. Uh, as of today, Pat Robertson is dead. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy so hard. I don't think I know who that is. Hey, he's a televangelist preacher who made uh, mainstream, uh, or like, made. Uh, conservative christian ideology uh a key part of conservative politics oh and help to draw um christian clout to conservatism overall and not to mention he was a televangelist and was very rich off you know that televangelists are evil yeah all of them yeah so you know he died today and that's (laughs) honestly just fine that's like you probably shouldn't celebrate a person's death but he was 93 and he fucked a lot of people over by but i'm just by virtue of being a televangelist you know mm-hmm. so yeah huzzah and he mm-hmm. died during pride month so <laughs> double claps double claps all around everybody <laughs> yay <laughs> That's uh, good. That's funny. Yes. Also, uh, I do have a slight bit of uh, news that's usually a more, uh, more our speed. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say happy. No. This is the Lego, not the Lego. I don't know why I said Lego. It's a Spider-Man Two uh, for the PS Five Deluxe Edition, and it costs uh, I think two hundred and twenty-nine ninety-nine. Uh huh. And it looks like we called at least some of this. Yeah, um, note that some of that is content you can buy separately. Yep. Um, actually, a significant amount of it is content you could buy separately, and probably for significantly less. Mm-hmm. I like the Steelbook. Yeah, the Steelbook's cool. I really don't but, give a shit about the extra costumes. Uh, I do. I do care about the extra costumes. But, um... The, I what is very unclear to me, is if you get a disc with that. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, you're right, because it says the digital game, and a steelbook display case. Yeah, but it doesn't actually say that you get the disc. Yeah, which is um. I I feel like if you're paying collector's edition prices, you should have a physical collective edition of that game. Yeah, yeah, the the game is. I mean, I I would assume that the game is going to come in that that steelbook. Uh, you have to assume that, like, 
but it says specifically display case. It does, and it says digital game. Yeah. So that means you would have to buy just a regular version of the game if you wanted a hard copy of it. Yeah. Which don't make no fucking sense. No, it does not. So I, I'm I'm <clears throat> curious. There's probably like a FAQ on PlayStation's website or something uh, about that. But I just thought that was a really interesting note. Because if it really is $230 and you don't get the physical game with it, mm-hmm. I feel like there's some I, there's something broken with that. Yeah. Yeah. But we were at least partially right, because that's a Venom there. Yeah. Very much so. Very much Venom. Which means the symbiote suit leaves Peter and goes to Eddie Brock at some point in the game. Yeah. I mean, which we had to assume it was going to do. It's just just yeah. a classic tale. Mm-hmm. Symbiote comes to Earth. Symbiote bonds with a boy. Symbiote breaks up with a boy. Finds a new boy. To bond with. A, bo- a batter boy. A batter boy. A harder boy. <laughs> to bond with. <laughs> Symbiotically. Symbiotically. <laughs> <laughs> so I love a pinch of chocolate and brains. <laughs> Sticking your tongue out. <laughs> you gotta love that. Uh, no, that makes me want to get a PS5 real bad, though, because I, I want a Spider-Man game where I <clears throat> get a fight Venom. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to play that when it comes out, and I have a PS5, you know, in like three or four years. Apparently the prices on them are dropping right now, so. That's cool. They're going to come out with a new meta soon. Uh, Oculus, the, they're going to come out with a new one of those, so I'm hoping the meta 2 prices drop at least at least back to what they were before they raised oh yeah the quest 2 back yeah. when it was oculus yeah 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 the the meta one it's the still the best i know that oculus sold to meta or whatever but it's still the best <clears throat> vr that's out there and it's decently priced it's cheaper than like the ps5 it's i think uh Quest 2 or the Meta 2 or whatever it's called now sells for like 300 or $350. It's it's 400 oh, it? It, It's 400 Uh When You remember when all the prices went up mm-hmm. on all the electronics except for Switch because they were like, now nah, we're good. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that one went up like $100. That's still cheaper than a PS5 though. Yeah. Like, um, just crazy. What was the other thing? Um, Full wireless VR. Yeah, yeah, I really want one. Me but, too. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, there was there was some other uh, news this week, and Apple did a conference thing, and uh, for the first time, like ever, they have made a port system for their Macs for games. Interesting. So, if you couldn't run a game on your MacBook before, you probably can now with this new software or hardware. I don't. I didn't actually see the thing. I've heard like five or six different people talk about it, and I've read a couple articles. Interesting. But uh, 
it's a uh, yeah. So the, this new software can uh, have your MacBook doing like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, mm-hmm. like big games, and without issue, which has been a problem for Mac users forever. Yeah. Um, I guess Steve Jobs didn't like games. <laughs> wanted to be taken seriously. <laughs> So they didn't. They just didn't focus no on like the processing needed for games, as opposed to other formats and things to do. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to ignore games nowadays, though. Yeah, uh, and beyond that, why would you? Yeah, they're fun, and there's a lot of different kinds. If you don't like the popular ones, there's probably one for you. Mm-hmm. It's weird to just ignore games. Yeah. Um, well, I think all the people that were like you know older that didn't ever really play games they're i mean well at this point they're all passing away they're all dying yeah passing away and or uh retiring at the very least yeah and the people that have played games since like basically they came out and do enjoy them are now the people in control of things yeah which is pretty cool just a few old white men to go and maybe we can get some (laughs) <laughs> Less old, not so white people up there. That would be great. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Not in our life, probably. We can hope. Or guillotine. <laughs> we have options, Derek. <laughs> guillotine hasn't been used in quite some time. Not in public. <laughs> it's kind of big, the guillotine. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have to be if your blade's heavy yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, I guess you could just build one in like a basement somewhere. You just use the, in the use the style like a, like the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Just use the little attach feature. Put like fucking rocks on either side of your <laughs> blade. It doesn't have to be very tall then. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong, Derek. <laughs> now, uh, another part of Apple's uh, conference thingy was uh, that they are doing a VR AR headset. Okay. And um, so this has been marketed not as part of the game thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is definitely more of a like this is the future of office work kind yeah. of thing. Uh, so it's it, it's it's a headset goes over your face like ogles, right? Um, but you you can see through it if you need to. Mm-hmm. It's got screens on the inside, so when you're doing things that are like full VR, you're still doing full VR. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can just do it so they're like goggles. Okay. And do AR things. So it'd be like a give you a HUD? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah, that's, your... that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it's it's like the Google glasses to the extreme. Yeah, but like it's also but Apple's VR headset. Yeah. And um from the sound of things it's it's made to be the best VR headset that you literally can make right now. Oh, so it's going to be super expensive. Yes, yes, it's outrageously expensive. Yeah, I don't remember the price tag, but it's it's like thousands of dollars. Probably the battery life is garbage on it. I would not be surprised. But also, it seems like this is more for, like, 
businesses. Like businesses yeah. that are trying to move into the... So, like, that's how you have a conference in the future, is you all jump into your Apple VR AR headset. Yeah. Everyone links up in the office server or whatever, has a conference meeting from the comfort of their home or their office chair or wherever they are, so they don't actually have to go to a conference room. Right. That that kind of thing. Business meetings can be handled over VR instead of like going out for coffee or something like that. Right. And one of the examples it showed was like a a my a, a dad like at breakfast with his kids at the ti- at the ti- at the table at the table. <laughs> he was sitting at the table. <laughs> he was sitting at the table. Um. Uh, yeah, and he uh, was just like doing work in AR while he was hanging out with them. <laughs> what a good parent. Yeah, well, it was like a feature of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I love that companies can just promote dystopian ideas. Yeah. It's a it's a weird and bad, oh, actually. Future just dy- We are really oh, are heading Oh, for... I didn't tell you about the most dystopic part of these, actually. So what, it, what they do when you're like, like fully blocked off like they can't really see your face so well so it puts like your eyes <laughs> on on the lenses oh that's awful yeah so you look like this weird goggle-eyed <laughs> person <laughs> like physically goggle-eyed you know what's really funny is i'm picturing them in ar mode working kind of like a. a a HUD from, like, Fallout, and then I pictured them, like, giving me bats <laughs> in real life. Yeah. It's it's not really the best thing. No, no, it's very dystopian. Um, made me think that we're heading towards amazing, beautiful, dystopian cyberpunk future. Gross and gritty. Yeah, it's not... I wish we had like more of an 80s aesthetic going into it though lots of neon signs and that would be nice here's just a few pictures of the headset oh they look interesting they definitely look like they're futury they definitely look like an apple product yes they also definitely look like an apple product oh look there see that really wide strap there that's an extra battery pack that also looks like it's got a built-in fan or maybe some sort of speakers or something on it. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be... That's the extra charge there. Oculus does that as well. So, that, like, there's a battery life, and then they sell a, an extra strap that goes around the back of your head that gives it more battery life that you can change out. Oh, wow, that is unpleasant. It's real bad, right? That is... That is just unpleasant. Just make it clear! <laughs> It's a, I've, I've, I found a picture of the eyes on the headset. Just just make it see-through. Just leave the eyes where they're supposed to be. It's real not good, actually, the way they um, have done this. It feels bad to look at and um, makes me feel sad in my heart. Yeah, oh, and especially because it's just like the eyes and the bridge of the nose, so there's still a black area where the rest of the goggles are. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it seems that they don't, um, it's not just showing you 
through to the thing. It is actually like scanning your eyes and putting them on a screen on the outside. Oh, man. We're going to have retinal scans of every single person that ever wears those things. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, also, um, I believe the headset kind of has to be customized. Interesting. Like, like to contour to your face, specifically? Yeah. yeah. All right. Which you can apparently do at an Apple store or with your with your iPhone um, with, a, with a specific uh, <laughs> thing. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. So, but... <laughs> but what if you've got, like, like lots of, like, bushy hair? Do you have to, like, make sure your hair is all pulled up and out of the way so that they can measure your actual face? Or, I don't like... I don't know that. And they're making just Apple workers do this at the store? I'm assuming they hire extra people for this. They have the money to do, like... I envision they just the a R&D sad... Either. No, it's just a group of sad uh, Apple store workers, and they call them... They're in. called geniuses. Oh, God, of course they are. Fuck Apple, man! Ugh. So, yeah, they call the geniuses all back in to the conference room or whatever... And uh, they're like, all right, so we've got a new product coming out. We're going to brief you guys on what you're going to do to help take care of the customer. Like, it's that kind of, that's what, that's what (laughs) they're doing. They're not hiring a specialist to come measure people's faces. They're teaching them in the fucking lunchroom the the booklet of what they're supposed to fucking do (laughs) to help out people. Good. Hopefully it'll be mostly machines then. (laughs) I doubt it. Although, I bet you it is just, like, they'll have them pull up the app on, like, their phone or whatever, and, like, you just go around their face like this, and you capture what you need, and then you send it to this database, and we take care of the rest. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if they had, like, a a laser scanner connected to a 3D printer. Either that, or they're, they're like, yeah, you get one custom to your face, and there's, like, four or five different, like facial structures that they've planned for yeah and then the app is just like it scans your face and it's like buy a type b or well you know what i mean (laughs) like that could be as well uh so yeah i just thought i'd bring forth those dystopian realities to your your knowledge oh i love it yay dystopian future yeah make it more polluted and foggy smoggy and give it like a lot of neon signs and tall buildings maybe some flying cars i am into this (laughs) (laughs) i'll fight for replicant rights (laughs) i'm a big fan of sci-fi and dystopian futures so yeah but uh let's go bring it on I'd rather have that than zombie future. Honestly. Yeah. Dystopian cyberpunk zombie future, though. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting somewhere. Cyberpunk 2070 zombies. Yeah. <laughs> you just take the, the second seven and you just make it a Z. <laughs> okay. It's good. <laughs> It's good, and history will prove me correct. <laughs> I'm glad you're so confident. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Do you have a story this week? Um, man, I was trying to think of one, but no, not really. 
Okay, well, uh, I don't really have a game review this week, so I will tell a short story. Oh, good. I'm glad we're both so prepared. Yes. Well, I mean, I went back to work. I've barely been able to play Tears of the Kingdom. It's not mm-hmm. like I've been able to throw another game on there, so I don't want to just say, yes, Tears of the Kingdom is still good. I'm not very far yet. <laughs> uh, but, so, uh, all right, all right. When I was... I. Th- between 10 and 12, I can't remember exactly, but around there, um, uh, we used to go motorcycle riding a lot, like dirt biking, mm-hmm. with my dad and my stepbrother and my stepmom. We all had our own dirt bikes, and we would go, you know, different places and just ride around. Sometimes we'd go to trails, sometimes we'd go to courses, whatever. Um, you know, we went up to uh, Christmas Tree Hills, which is up St. Mary's Way. All right. In Idaho. And uh, they, we went up and were riding around on trails up there. But uh, my stepbrother and I went riding off together. And then uh, I went down a very steep hill. <laughs> and he did not follow me. <laughs> and um, I was too scared to brake hard enough to stop because I thought I would fall. It was all rocks. It was mm-hmm. just like a like a trucking road. Okay, yeah. And uh, so I just, like, kind of held my brakes as I went down, like, just my back brakes. Mm-hmm. But I just let myself go all the way down the hill, and it was a very long hill. <laughs> and uh, by the time I got to the bottom, I just looked back up, and it was so steep and rocky, and I just didn't think I could do it, so I just kept moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip, if you get lost, you should just stay put. Yeah. Stay put at your last known location and just wait. That's mm-hmm. that's really your best option. That's what I uh, learned from this and from a couple other experiences in life. But <laughs> this was the first big one. Um, but I, I thought in my mind, I was like, I need to keep moving. I don't know why. I was scared <laughs> and I was separated from my family by like... A mile of hill. Yeah. I just didn't know what to do, so I just panicked and kept going. <laughs> just kept How old were you at this point? Like, between 10 and 12. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I just kept going, and uh, thing is, I was really scared, so I didn't want to go too fast, but I also didn't want to go too slow, so I never shifted up past second gear. <laughs> But I was just revving fucking second gear so hard. <laughs> just bombing second gear the best you got. Yeah, just this... <laughs> all the way through the woods. <laughs> and yeah, I literally... I kept following the road until I ran out of gas. <laughs> like, literally ran out of gas. And uh, I hitchhiked. The trucker, <laughs> and I knew that my my because we were up with my grandpa like at his house, uh, and we just had like gone up the hill to to remote ride motorcycles, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I I knew his house was near the logging place, mm-hmm. and so this logging truck picked me up, and I was like, perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. I ended up being able to get back to my grandpa's house and, 
you know, freaked my entire family out. Yeah, yeah, you come walking through the door like, I'm home. Well, no, they were still up in the hills. Like, it, it don't, that, that probably took me like two hours or so, but I was just moving the whole time. And they were <laughs> probably. How soon did you get picked up? Uh, it, it wasn't that long. I wasn't waiting that long. There were, it was a pretty busy trucking road. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it didn't take you very long to run out of gas then either. No, it, it was probably an hour or two. You just bombed through the woods for an hour? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was on a road. It was all on a road. So I figured if I just kept moving on the road, I'd get to somewhere I knew eventually. <laughs> Which, I mean, that logic does make sense. Yeah, but not the logic of not staying still or not yeah. just turning around and going back up the hill. Even at, like, yeah, I might not have been able to do it on my motorcycle, but I could have walked up and been like, hey, yeah. my motorcycle's down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does make sense as well. Yeah, so I don't know why none of that crossed my mind, but my panicked little kid brain was just like, gotta keep moving. I'm lost flight. now. Fight gotta... or flight? You chose flight. Yeah. And fly you did. I flew so far. And mm. into a dangerous situation. That trucker didn't know me from anybody. <laughs> yeah. I was... He could have just taken you somewhere. Yeah. It would not have been hard for him. <laughs> He was a lot bigger than me. I was not, I've never been a big guy, but like when I was a kid, I was especially beanpole-esque. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, luckily most people don't want to just steal children. Yeah, so. that is good. It is, it is good thing that that is the minority. Yeah. It's not a very common trait in humanity, <laughs> I don't think. The stealing of children. Unless you count the children of other species, because in in that case, <laughs> God, do we love doing it? Oh, we are so good at it too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love eating babies of other species. We are so. I good. just said stealing them. Yeah, but we do love eating. them. I mean, I won't turn down veal. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. I won't say no. Yeah. Fucking food freak. Well, it's it's yummy. <laughs> All right, so I have a hypothetical this week, though. Okay. Yeah, I've I've had this one stewing for a second. All right, hit me um, with it. So, cats reminded me <laughs> that I do love musicals. Like I have always had a fondness for musicals. Okay. Uh, I mean, there are bad musicals and there are good musicals, but there, for the most part, I do just enjoy a general musical. Mm-hmm. So if it's a copy, cut and paste musical with you know, decent songs, I'm probably on board. Yeah. Um, so I was just wondering if you could take anything that is not a musical and make it a musical, what would you do? Mm. Note that Beetlejuice and Evil Dead have both been musicals. So yeah. there's not really a limit here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's interesting. You have an answer for this? I was thinking Reservoir Dogs. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like it'd be an easy one to do, like, like set-wise. Yeah, yeah. And it would be, uh, just like the songs would be all lament, almost. Mm-hmm. And then you could have, you know, still have, like, stuck in the middle. Yeah, you could still do the stuck in the middle with you bit. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that does make sense. It'd just be, uh, was that Mr. Pink singing instead of, like, just dancing to it? Mm-hmm. That'd be the difference. Okay, um, 
So uh, my my first instinct was to say American Psycho. I okay. think American Psycho would make a a good musical. Uh, it's been done. Has it really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that one's been done. All right. Uh, apparently, it should have gotten it should have stayed on longer because it was really good. It just didn't work out too well. That's sad because yeah, that was my gut instinct. <laughs> uh, Natural Born Killers is my second one. Oh yeah, there'd be some good duets in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. Natural Born Killers, I think, would be would be a fun one. We both picked Tarantino written movies. Um, the my next one is um, the entire saga that is the Matrix. I thought you were gonna say Fast and Furious. No. <laughs> Vin Diesel's next big adventure, recreating every Fast and Furious movie as a musical. Um, no, uh, the Matrix. Live your life <laughs> a quarter mile at, at a time. time. And then it go into the big drag number at the end of the first one. Yeah, well, no, then him and Paul, they got to do the, the bro fist, they flex real hard. Yeah, there's a big, big crescendo in that happens. Uh, they do a big song and dance number about the importance of family <laughs> that's a repeating song in every uh, re- reiteration, every, every sequel. Yeah. I'm imagining each movie as its own play. Yes, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think The Matrix. The Matrix would work. At yeah. least the first three movies. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about the fourth one <laughs> anymore. Go listen to the Christmas episode. Oh, uh, man. Uh, so, uh, what? Yeah. I think, but yeah, I think those are, I think those are all fun choices. Yeah. I think you could do some fun musicals with that. <laughs> Just imagining Ludacris in an actual musical. <laughs> I, I think he's doing good with how like difficult and yet silly the Broadway fighting looked in Cats. I am now trying to envision like all of the fighting and everything that would have to happen in like either of my choices. <laughs> well, how um. The good thing about Reservoir Dogs is it's all about the aftermath of the thing happening. Like, yeah, you don't like, see the actual thing happen. You you just get the aftermath of. Yeah, it. I actually I I thought about it based on like you know set design a little bit. Yeah. And um, well, first of all, I just how would you do any of the car sequences from the Fast Saga? And <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> That's gonna look silly, no matter how yeah, you do it. Yeah, no matter how you do it, that's gonna look bad. That's good. Uh, uh, that's kind of like the foundation of the franchise. So yeah. that's really funny. That's but, got uh, the vibe of uh, what's that shitty musical about the trains, where everyone's a train? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, Starlight Express. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's For another one that plays in that musical is a train. Yeah, that's an equally fucked up musical. That's another Android Leber one. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> God damn it, Android Leber. How dare you? Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> um Oh my god. Yeah, um, well, so all the fighting in the Matrix and stuff, I would 
Oh yeah, well you could do most of the fighting, and the the gunshots can all basically be implied. Mm-hmm. But it sequences I'm thinking about like the the highway sequence. Yeah. From two from two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like seeing the machine. I need to learn city. how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, like the machine city. Yeah. At all. Uh. Or the amount of sets you would need for that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of different sets, even in just the first Zion? Matrix. Yeah. And then all the extras you need for the rave scene that happens in Zion? Yeah. I mean, extras aren't hard to come by, but, like... I'm just saying that's a full stage. Yeah, it definitely is, and you'd need... Yeah. Which, yeah. that would make that scene even weirder, because you would... The only way to make that work is to have, like... Your Neo and your Trinity on like a pedestal in the middle, so it would look like they're just like having sex in front of a rave full of people instead of like in their own room while everyone's raving around them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, they could do like a like a sort of Maybe curtain between the two, or an up and off to the side on a different like a little platform on the stage. But and like realistically, that's the only real way to do it easily. Yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot well, of weird stuff you'd have to do for a Matrix. What about Pulp Fiction? Uh, I feel like that would... It'd be hard to convey the timing of that, I think. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of the point. Even of the movie, like, you know, the first time anyone watches Pulp Fiction, they're like, wait, why is... What's happening here? I right. thought, what well, you know... Yeah. That's the kind of the point of the movie itself, so... Because I, I specifically was about to say I want it told in the same broke-up, fucked-up fashion that it is in the movie. I, uh... So... I was trying to think about any of the music that might be in that, and the first thing I thought of was just... There's a Greek chorus, and every time Marcellus Wallace enters, it just goes... Marcellus Wallace... <laughs> 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 so that's pretty far from all right <laughs> he used the samurai sword for that mm-hmm. yeah what? he did what a good bit <laughs> yeah I don't think he thought it was so good um Oh, he hasn't seen Pulp Fiction yet. He has no opinion in the matter, because you haven't seen it. Yeah, that's true. Man, can't be mad at me for that. That's just the way it is. He is getting upset, but we have an email to get through. All right. Uh, get through? Read out? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I'd be I'm just saying that because I have a whiny baby on my chest. Yeah. And I, I, Poor whiny baby. I'm trying to get through this whole podcast without trying to pass him off to mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, just gonna keep... Uh, I'm shifting back and forth real awkwardly in my chair to try and keep the baby happy now. <laughs> well, would you like me to read out the email while you shift awkwardly for the baby? Uh, y- yes, yes. Alright. That would be easier. So, got an email here from DJ. He says, Hey dudes, to elaborate, the aforementioned chili sauce, per my previous email, is not a syrup-like sauce. If you got some gas stations or convenience stores, 
they will sometimes have self-serve nacho stations. These nacho stations will have a dispenser with two options, nacho cheese and chili sauce. This is the chili sauce I'm referring to that is preferred or ideal for chili dogs. It is a meat-based sauce and are entirely unlike a ragu or a bolognese. Liquid content is, however, is fairly sparse, which helps keep the sauce remain food safe in addition to the plethora of preservatives in the form of spices, seasonings, and salt. Which, I mean, is fair. I've had gas station chili dogs before. They're not the worst thing in the world. They're, they're not the worst. I would still go full chili. I would still also go full chili. But it's just the way I've had them my whole life. Um, the low moisture content of this sauce is what makes it ideal for chili dogs, the same way that it benefits nachos by providing a tasty meat sauce without compromising the delicate and easily soggy chips. It lends itself to the chili dog by not compromising the bun. I will give you that because... God damn it, if I'm drunk and I want some gas station chili cheese nachos, they are always good. <laughs> Maybe that's just because drunk Derek likes chili cheese nachos, but they are always good. Dude, drunk anybody and gas station food is the best thing. Oh, gas station hot dogs and nachos and, yeah, I'm yeah. all about it. That two Give in the morning fucking... hot dog rack that's just good. They've been rotating there for probably eight hours, but... That's when they're perfect. That's when yeah. they're done. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sir, can I please have that three-hour expired Crispito? Yeah. That would be perfect. Thank yeah. you. Oh, half off? Fucking eight. Thanks, bro. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Was not expecting that. Would have paid full price. <laughs> um, I'll skip the waffle pancake bit. <laughs> Coward. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, Derek, thank you for clarification. You don't eat cold hot dogs, you eat room temp hot dogs. Of which I would mention you could easily re reheat within a very short amount of time. <laughs> like, say, a microwave. But I digress. As long as nobody is slurping them bad boys straight out the packaging, the world is at peace. This is a true statement. And I've seen people that eat cold hot dogs, and let me tell you, don't do that. It's just bad. That's gross. I'm going to make a video and post to our Instagram for the first time outside of that picture I did. And it's going to be just me slurping a hot dog directly out of the bag. Um, I don't know if I could actually do it, but I kind of want to try now. Now for salads. <laughs> I'm with Keenan. If it doesn't contain a minimum 60% leafy green, such as lettuce, spinach, or arugula, it should not be, by all rights, as a, be referred to as a salad. Yeah. Unfortunately... Enter white people. <laughs> Fruit salad, macaroni salad, potato salad, chicken salad, tuna salad, etc. These are not salads. They are abominations. They are horrific offerings to the thick, ploppy gods of viscous white I believe their role in society is primarily a way to spread out a small batch of ingredients for a larger gathering, or potentially to stretch a dish to last longer, perhaps for a family, etc. It's just eggs and oil and salt, you guys. It's mayonnaise. <laughs> it's not the devil. It's just, it works well as a binding agent for some foods. Don't call it salad. <laughs> oh. I don't I don't really have an issue with these foods specifically like go have your macaroni salad just don't fucking call it that <laughs> But anyone who seeks out these dishes what's wrong with them all the base components of these concoctions are better on their own 
That said, it is kind of shocking that Keenan hasn't heard of any of these salads, but honestly, I envy him. I wish I could be so ignorant of their blight on this land. Don't mayo my chicken. Don't mayo my tuna. Don't mayo my potatoes. Disgusting. Revolting. A sin against food. <laughs> anywho, anyway, I subscribed to y'all's Acast, finally, but y'all ain't gonna mention that. Well, we did anyway. We did. Thank you I, very much. We're, we're very, very excited, DJ. And um, for the record, I love chicken salad and um, sometimes a macaroni salad, but it's got to be made right. Um, and potato salad, but once again, got to be made right. But uh, chicken salad's really good, you know. Toast up a bun, some cheese on there. I always put some chips on mine because I like chips on all my sandwiches. They need to have a little bit of crunch to them. Sometimes I'll throw some lettuce or some some sprouts on there because I like. I'm a fan of alfalfa sprouts and things like that. Yeah. Maybe a little wee little bit of tomato. It's good shit. I like it. And you don't really have to put sauce on the the thing because there's already mayonnaise and mustard in in the the chicken. It's just not salad. You know why I called the last episode chicken salad sandwich? Because it's not fucking salad. And I was mad about it. (laughs) Also, it fit with the ham sandwich, which was like episode three. Which was also based on a dumb bit. Well, regardless, I am not the person that named it that. I just used that name because that is what it is called. I don't have a better name to give it. Do you have a better name to give it? Um. Uh. Messy chicken sandwich. It's not, though. But you call it that. But that's not what it is. It's not a fucking salad either, Derek. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> At least Messy describes how it looks. Oh, <laughs> uh, God damn it. <laughs> I don't eat tuna salad, though, because I don't like tuna. I don't like canned tuna, that is. I'll eat a tuna steak, like an ahi steak. Fucking A. Yeah, delicious. Canned tuna is the devil. That's gross. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, DJ, um, now that you are the one subscriber, shout out again. But also, um, if you have any request for episode, make request. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll put it out there. Um... And as for spam, we got education. Think big. College degrees available for you. And then there's a link. I will not. I refuse. I disagree with the education system. $5 bonus (laughs) from service team. Sue Banks, activate your account and get $5 instant activation bonus. That's just five bucks. Why? I... Even if that was addressed to me, I wouldn't do it. It's five fucking bucks. What's that going to buy me? I literally, yeah, I would see that and go, nah. (laughs) Five bucks is nothing. I can't even get a pack of smokes with five bucks. (laughs) That's some bullshit. Even a fucking candy bar is like fucking $1.50 these days for a regular size one. For real. Uh, our request for a gift card offer has been approved. I made no such request with this email. I have not made any requests with our email. So, um, Well, this email was created on June 1st, and they let us know. And then there's 
All of these have the same weird sketchy box for their link. <laughs> it's just like a red box with black text. Uh, it feels like if you're gonna spam people, you should maybe be a little less obvious. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Wholeheartedly. Like, come on, at least make it seem like you're a person. Right. And Try they, a little bit. They all use the same weird red box that makes it feel obviously dangerous. I know you're listening, weird AI algorithms. Just fix your shit. You gotta, you gotta get your shit together. I'm never gonna fall for it like this. I, I don't, I don't care what you do with it, but you gotta get all your shit. And you gotta get it together. Put it in a pile. <laughs> Put it in the shit museum and sell it. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what you do with it. Uh, get it together. Where, um, where can find? Where can we be found? <laughs> where can find? Oh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, I saw you like piece that sentence together word by word and it was a beautiful beautiful sight to behold um we can be uh contacted at true neutral pod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email or we got the contacted <laughs> got the, the twitter why do you gotta do that to me <laughs> we got the twitter uh at true neutral pod at the twitter and i'm at mr dab himself uh, true neutral studios at both the youtube and the instagram and then true neutral podcast on the facebook and the disappointing band, disappointing at best on the YouTube and the Facebook as well. And if you're listening to this one, then our show on Saturday has already happened. Hope you were um, there. Hope you were there. We haven't made it there yet. No. But uh, we will we're have not another late. one. No, we we're not late yet. Yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we do have another show happening uh, this upcoming Wednesday, however, June 14th, over at Hogan's in Clarkston. So if you're in the LC Valley and you missed out on the show down at the cellar, or even if you were there and you liked it so much you want to see us play again, uh, come check us out over at Hogan's. We'll be playing with Fishy Mushroom and I believe the Struggle Club and one other band. Um, it's going to be a jolly good time. Come check it out. Jolly good. Jolly, jolly good. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's been true neutral. I'm gonna get this baby off my chest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs>